0: The Day in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, everyone. I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History Class, a podcast that brings you a slice of history every day. Today is May 13th, 2020. The day was May 13th, 1861. Australian amateur astronomer John Tebbett observed the Great Comet of 1861. The comet was visible to the naked eye for about three months, and it was visible through telescopes until 1862. John Tebbit was born in Windsor, New South Wales, and his father was a farmer. He developed an interest in astronomy early on, thanks to conversations with his tutor Edward Quaife and articles that he read by astronomer John Russell Hind. In 1853, Tebbit bought a marine sextant, He also had a clock with a seconds pendulum that he regulated by making celestial observations, and he had a small telescope. Over the next few years, he acquired more instruments. His first astronomical publication was in the Sydney Morning Herald in 1854. When comets appeared, Tebbitt would calculate their orbit. A comet is an icy body in space that releases gas as it passes near the sun. In 1858, he observed Donati's comet in the Australian sky, Tebbit also observed phenomena like meteors, planets, and variable stars. Between 1854 and 1862, he published 34 pieces in the Herald. In 1860, the government astronomer William Scott invited Tebbit to work at the Sydney Observatory, but Tebbit turned down the request. On May 13, 1861, Tebbit was searching the skies for comets. Through his marine telescope, he saw a nebulous object near a star in the constellation Eridanus. He decided to keep observing the object. Tubbett sent a letter to the Sydney Morning Herald announcing his discovery of the Great Comet of 1861, and it was published in the paper on May 25th, his 27th birthday. In it, he said the following, while engaged in examining the heavens with a small telescope, on the evening of Monday, the 13th instant, a nebulous star of about the fifth magnitude in the constellation Aridinus attracted my attention. It was then distant a few minutes of a degree from 1316 of Lacaille's catalog, a star of the sixth magnitude. Finding there was no nebulous star in the catalog in the same position, I immediately conjectured it must be a comet. He went on to say that he realized the comet had moved half a degree and that he had told William Scott about his observation. The announcement incited a considerable amount of public excitement and responses. Tebbett continued making observations on the comet for weeks. The comet became visible in the Northern Hemisphere in late June. Earth passed through the comet's tail, causing meteor showers. It remained visible to the eye for around three months, but it stayed visible through a telescope for several more months. The comet is formally designated C1861J1 and 1861-2. The term Great Comet isn't an official designation, but it typically describes a comet that is extremely bright, as most comets are not visible to the naked eye. And even when they are, they're often fuzzy and faint. Tebbit built his own small observatory and continued to publish his observations. The Great Comet is expected to return in the 23rd century. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you have any suggestions for shows, feel free to send them to us on social media. We're at TDIHC Podcast. You can also send us a note via email at thisday at iHeartMedia.com. Thanks again for listening to the show, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.